Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? We're here for some breaking news. We've got Michael Thomas injured again. Tom Brady should be returning early next week, but what's it all mean? What do we think happened? Why is Tom Brady gone? Does it have an effect on 2022? We're breaking it all down. Let's let's hit the intro. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So, more Mike Thomas drama. Look, there's a reason that I'm here almost daily telling you to avoid Michael Thomas. And and I try I try and explain a lot of these things with with models and and such so that everybody understands you know what what time it is really when it comes to injuries and why injuries are such a critical component in fantasy football analysis and predictive uh, you know uh, technique here you know we're out here doing a job right we're out here trying to predict what's going to happen next are we going to be right as an analyst or or as a show every time no we're not. But there is something called uh, avoiding risk that's unnecessary. When you talk about injured players, there is a whole level of of disappointment awaiting you around the corner if you continue to go down a road where a player is continuously getting injured. Look at at, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey owes it to you. Christian McCaffrey needs to prove to you he can stay healthy. You don't grab him and just wait and hope it all goes well. You don't grab Cam Akers at third round value and just assume everything's going to be fine. This is why I say be cautious with Barkley. Not that Barkley should be avoided. He he had a year. I told everyone to avoid him. I said don't go near him. Not draft him late. Don't go near Barkley last year. Because the writing was on the wall. What happened? Barkley completely busted. All year long. Now he's had a year... To get over the ACL recovery process, right? And and J.K. Dobbins is a complete avoid. He's on the same track as Barkley. Um, so Barkley's got a year of playing on the injury, getting you know getting right. So he's got a, an opportunity to prove people wrong, right? But you got to draft him in a very safe, protected area. Third round value, second round too high. Christian McCaffrey, take him top five. You're more likely to get burned. Than you are to hit a home run. Take him at 8, 9, 10. Sure. Why not take that chance on CMC in one league? Big difference taking him at 10 versus 5. While it's still first round. It's double the ADP value. So big difference. With Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas had an injury. To this area right here of his foot. This uh, this called the deltoid in the, in the actual ankle that grabs a hold essentially of these two bones and when you injure it almost like high ankle sprains or in the case of Mike Thomas these two bones were trying to like separate when he'd step so slant boy who needs that explosion needed to have that not to be happening for him to be successful so that's why he struggled so badly and has struggled so badly to get right because it's a very painful injury where he literally felt like these two bones were trying to separate in his his ankle now what happens when you have repetitive issues with your ankle and your foot and and we haven't seen you for two years what happens you compensate trying to get back and when you have an injury like Akers with a torn Achilles or Mike Thomas with this injury in his foot ankle 
that make it to where he can't even plant and, and, and push off. And he's had uh, setback after setback and hasn't shown us anything for two years. What is the most likely scenario? Him to just bounce back and become the player he used to be? Get out of here. The odds of that, there are odds of it. There are odds that it could happen, sure. Just like when I explain on a roulette wheel, when you walk out and look at a roulette wheel, let's let's go to the marker board, okay? You go to this roulette wheel, okay? And you have all of these slots on the roulette wheel that Mike Thomas, let's say Mike Thomas, this is the Mike Thomas roulette wheel, MT. How many, how many of these slots, how many of these slots are a likely role of him busting in 2022? Probably, I would say just about 80% of him in my mind. This is the opportunity you have when you spin the wheel and draft Mike Thomas. Maybe this is a success. Maybe this is a mediocre season. Maybe this is a success. Maybe this is mediocre you literally have so many, you have so few options when you spin this wheel that this ball is bouncing around and you're going to land in a red X space. That is the best way I can describe ownership of a high risk player. Okay, you go out and you draft Mike Thomas. You're looking at these odds on a roulette wheel that is Mike Thomas. You're going to have the ball bouncing around. Could it land in this space? Could I be wrong? Could Mike Thomas return to form? It's possible. It's pos- It's about as possible as this roulette wheel you see right in front of you. So I understand what it is to try and defend and back a, a doubted player, an uh, underdog player. I mean, heck, we got an underdog uh, you know, promo code. It's called Smitty. Go to under. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Underdog Fantasy, link in the description. Underdog Fantasy, they'll match up to $100 on your first deposit if you're new. And you can play Underdog Fantasy and take advantage of all the, the values we talk about all the time on the channel. Like like DK in round 5, Joe Burrow in round 6, 7. Um, take advantage of that all day long. But it's like, you look at you look at these people that, that buy into this Mike Thomas hype. And w- w- what is it? Is it just underdog mentality? Like, I'm rooting for the guy... That's down and out. The people that think Mike Thomas can rebound are the same people that like Cam Akers. And the people that like Cam Akers and Mike Thomas are the same people that, that believe in, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to think of another doubter, Zeke Elliott. If you like Cam Akers and Mike Thomas, you like Zeke Elliott. Look around. Look around. The same people drafting those guys are the same people drafting those guys. It's kind of like Leonard Fournette. No offense, put your earmuffs on, Brian. 
But if you like Leonard Fournette, you probably like Cam Akers and Mike Thomas. It's kind of like they go hand in hand. And, and it's something about the uh, rooting for the underdog. It makes you feel good. And I understand that. And the psychology behind it, that's why your boy Smitty brings psychology to fantasy football. Because I studied it. I appreciate reeling it into the fantasy football world, meshing them together and trying to make sense of some of the stuff that we see around us. Some of the stuff we see repetitively happening, happening over and over. Michael Thomas has a very low chance of delivering for you as described and shown on this pretend roulette wheel. You want to roll this? That's that's up to you. I'm telling you to stay away. I've been telling you to stay away. Now he's got another hamstring issue. Now you could say it's a little hamstring issue. Other, uh, other players have injuries too, Smitty. Are you worried about those players? It's all case by case, guys. If there's a, if let's say, let's say Brees Hall had a little hamstring injury, would I be sounding the alarm? No, because we don't have a a, a, rep, a repetitive pattern of, of missing time. Mike Thomas having any injury at all right now is exactly what I predicted to happen because you have compensation injuries. When you come back, look at Dalvin Cook coming back from his ACL tear. Dalvin Cook coming back from his ACL tear, complete avoid. Complete avoid. Why? Because Dalvin Cook was going to likely face a lot of lower body injuries. Compensation driven injuries. Trying to get back on the field with a recovering not 100% ACL and knee. There's no way your knee's 100% coming off an ACL tear the first year. You are playing at a disadvantage with swelling. There's a reason... That swelling rushes to the knee is to protect it. When you drill in a new ACL because you snapped yours and you start playing football and you're smashing the knee joints together, getting hit left and right, helmets to the knee, your knee issues a command to send swelling around the knee to protect it like a bubble. It's trying to bubble wrap your knee and it's saying, what's going on here? What is this moron doing to my knee right now? We just fixed the thing. He's out there trying to play pro football. The body wasn't designed to come back six, seven, eight months. It it just wasn't designed to come back from an ACL tear after six, seven, eight months. It most certainly was not designed to come back after five, six months from an Achilles tear, let alone ever if you're a running back. So Michael Thomas... What does anybody think is going to happen? He's going to come back and just be the old Michael Thomas? When you come back from serious injury your first year and you try to play this full season, a lot of times you suffer compensation injuries. Cam Akers most certainly will have some leg injury in the the coming weeks and months because he's compensating. And it's not his fault. Okay, Cam Akers is going out there and trying to play at 100% when his body's not 100%. And he can't be 100%. Cam Akers won't be 100% for two years. And he's going to go out there and try and compensate. And try... What does compensating mean? Okay, your knee's not 100%, but you're trying to go 100%. So what do you do? Your patellar tendon, your quad... Your calf, everything's trying to offload some of the, the force and and nervousness you have when you cut because you don't quite trust your knee yet. Or in Mike Thomas's case, 
he's going to offset a lot of the responsibility when he cuts and pushes off because of the injury that was to this ligament right here. The injury that took place there, he's going to compensate. Maybe more pressure on his heel. Maybe more pressure on his foot. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Thomas had some sort of Liz Franck or some kind of injury in his foot because he's trying to offload onto his foot instead of his ankle. And it's going to compensate and cause further injury with a player that's already proven to be injury prone. Mike Thomas avoiding another leg injury is a tall order. Cam Akers avoiding another lower body injury is a tall order because he too is compensating. He doesn't have 100% use of that Achilles. It's not his fault. You can't possibly have 100%. So Cam Akers is going to compensate like crazy going at 100%. You compensate at 100%. Guess what happens? You get injured. So, Mike Thomas is a complete avoid for me. you got an upcoming draft. Don't even consider grabbing him in the 5th and 6th round. Not when St. Brown is there. Give me Amon Ross St. Brown over Mike Thomas every single day of the week. This guy was a top 2-5 two to, two to five wide receiver in week 13, in week 14. Individually, top 5. Not, okay, average it out. He had two big weeks in that window of time. It makes him a top 5. No, inside... Week 13 alone, top five. Inside week 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. All the way down, this guy was the number two overall wide receiver average and top five in every single week. Why? Because he's an animal. Why? His dad was Mr. Universe in 1981 and 1982, I believe, back to back. And he knows how to train his son. And his son knows all about staying healthy. How about how, how to stave off injury? This guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, is built like a tank for his size, and he's going to absolutely explode. Give me Amon Ross St. Brown over Mike Thomas all day long. And the thing is, you can draft him over Amon. You can draft Amon Ross St. Brown over Mike Thomas all day long. But people keep drafting off of nostalgia. Give me Mike Thomas. Why? Why? Why not let Mike Thomas prove to us? I just don't understand it. I just don't get the allure of drafting a player that hasn't done anything for two years. I, I just don't understand it. And drafting him around players like Amon Ross St. Brown. I don't get it. Um, this, this ticker down below is still got old news, but it's still very relevant. Actually, I was going to change it. I'm like, no, you know. Melvin Gordon speaking at practice says they want Javante to be the guy. We'll let that stream down there at the bottom for a little bit. <laughs> it's got a nice ring to it. Javante season's here. To the moon. Yeah, that's right, Javante. Get to the moon, baby. Okay, so now we got to talk about this guy, Tom Brady. Okay, here, this is a tough one because a lot of people are going to want to go to bat for this guy. He's Tom. He's Tom. You know, it's kind of like the... It's just, it's going to be an argument between people that say, I'm never going to bet against Tom. That's great. That's not great logic, to be honest. It's That's nostalgia. That's nostalgic-based logic. I'm never going to bet against Tom. So you're telling me every year, you're just, going to, you're just going to invest in him and never assume he's going to fall off. The guy's 45 years old. The decline is most likely right here or next year. There's, I don't care how smart he is. I don't, your body eventually cannot handle the wear and tear of a 17-game season. 18 games, including the bye, playoffs, everything that, that camp. 
Tom Brady, Tom Brady, but Smitty, but Smitty is Tom Brady. <laughs> it's not logical. I appreciate that stance. It's it's a nostalgic stance. It's not logical. He's 45 years old. And would the Tom Brady, answer this question, everybody that's going to say, oh, but he's Tom Brady. Everybody's going to say that. Answer me this. Would Tom Brady, even a year ago, but especially two or three years ago, have ever done what he did this past week and a half? Taken off a big portion of August. The answer's no. The answer's no. Tom Brady of old would never have taken off this amount of time in the most critical, critical time frame. This guy would never have taken off August, any part of August. I don't care what kind of plans he had. I don't know. I don't care what kind of commitments he had. The Tom Brady two or three years ago would have canceled those plans. When he decided to come back, he would have told the the other, whatever he was, whatever he was doing, unless it was a family like death or something like that, which does not sound like the case. If it is, then we'll reassess that. But if anybody thinks that Tom Brady of old, two or three years ago, wouldn't have come back and said, I don't care what plans I had. I'm back in the NFL. Things change. It's time to go get a Super Bowl. If you think Tom Brady would have taken time off two years ago, you're out of your mind and you don't know Tom Brady. You're sitting here saying, he's Tom. I'm never going to bet against Tom. I know Tom. You don't know Tom then. This is not the same Tom. And I think we're going to see that on the field. It's a pattern. Pattern recognition. What are you noticing about the situation right now? Tom Brady's made comments here or there. You could take him as as, as uh, self-deprecation or just like poking around at his old age when he says things like, I, sometimes I wonder what I did when I decided to come back. These guys are all young, young bucks, and I'm not, I'm not really what I used to be in terms of like, you know, being able to endure all this like hitting and stuff, but he's smart up here. We know he's smart up here. But it's crazy to think that Tom Brady is going to continue to do it year in and year out regardless of how old he is. It's absolutely ridiculous stance to take is that it's Tom Brady. I'm never going to bet against Tom Brady. Um, Need your opinion. Who would you trade Mike Williams and Darren Waller for? CD? Would I trade Mike Williams and Darren Waller for CeeDee Lamb and Zach Ertz? Dak is your QB. Mike Williams and Darren Waller for CD Lamb and Ertz. I would do that. I would do that trade. I would take CD Lamb and Hertz. And I'd even consider picking up other tight ends that might be available. Um, like uh, you know, there there are a plethora of tight ends that might be available that could be as good as Ertz. So drop the available tight ends in your league and let's see if there's anybody on waivers that might be more attractive than Ertz. I like Ertz. Don't drop Ertz. I'm just saying there might be. So we'll take a look at it. But I would do that trade in a heartbeat. Give me C.D. Lamb. Give me the better player. Ertz is good enough for one year. And uh, Waller's old. You know, Waller, I know I know, Ron Navy's going to laugh at that comment. But Waller's not a, a spring chicken. So it's not like Ertz has that much. He's like two years. They're like two years difference, I think. If, if I had to guess. They're two years apart. I think Waller's like, Waller's probably 20, uh, 29, 30. If I had to guess, and I think Ertz is probably 31, 32. They're, they're probably two years apart, if I had to guess. If anybody wants to confirm their a- ages, how old they are, let me know. Uh, another uh, super chat. Thank you guys for super chats. Uh, any any four ninety nine hauler and above is going to get a standing O. So appreciate both of you. You guys are awesome. 
what's up? Got the six pick in my 12 man. Was going was gonna to go with J.J. Cup or Eckler if they fall. If not, then Henry Cook or Najee leaning Henry. Well, Anthony, I appreciate you being here. Welcome to the show for the first time. If you if you have to be new, because you know I'm not a you'd know I'm not a big Henry guy at all. <laughs> but I appreciate you being here. Trust your gut if you like Derrick Henry. Um, Derrick Henry most certainly could have one year left. Um, I think the big thing for me, if you want to say, hey Smitty, why are you not high on Derrick Henry? Um, it, it it's all about jumping before it's too late, not being held with the bag. And if you look at Henry's redraft value Henry's redraft value is about 1 to 5 overall okay and his dynasty value his dynasty value is about third 3.5 to 3.12 let's say let's keep it in round let's keep it in round 3 just to 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 you know, play conservatively here. This differential is so, this this discrepancy is so huge. What does this tell you? Kind of like Vegas. Like Vegas is in the middle of a bet. So you have like, you have like San Francisco versus the Rams. Vegas knows how to draw that line down the middle on on the line. And they're just so good at getting in the middle. And and I, 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 I feel like, when you're talking about redraft and dynasty values, it's similar in deciding when a player's fall off is coming. And so for me, this is two, this this screams 2022. This screams 2022. The dynasty and redraft values are are so clear as day painting two different pictures. Third to fourth round dynasty value, top 5 redraft value, that is clear as day telling me that the drop-off is in 2022 or at the very end of 2022. You know what I'm saying? So, the question is, is it after? Does the drop-off happen after 2022 or does it happen before 2022 and into into the 2023 season? Where's the drop-off? That's the problem. That's That's the part where it's like, I understand the Derrick Henry supporters. I get it. I understand it. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a moron. I get what you're. What you're thinking. One more year. I have. I believe he's got one more year. I understand that stance. And honestly, there's only so much I can argue against it. Like I've given you my 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 reasons for why I believe. I think it's time to jump now. Two thousand yards. Uh, four hundred carry season broke him last year. Then you have people come back and say, "Smith." Smitty, that was a freak injury. Every injury is a freak injury. But Smitty, someone stepped on his foot. He would have never... Doesn't matter. Why'd his foot break? He's broken down. His body's breaking down. You can't ask this man. Again, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. He was overworked by Tennessee. You can't ask this man to continue to churn out 28, 27, 29, 30 carry games over and over and over. That will break anybody. Oh, but Smitty... But Smitty, he's different. That's right, he's different. He's built different, which is going to be his downfall, and it's going to be his quick downfall. He's not going to be a player that lingers for many, many years and starts going down and down like Zeke Elliott, like where he just kind of lingers. He's going to be a player that drops off the face of the earth. He'll be a DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, overworked, overworked, boom, drop off. Derrick Henry, overworked, drop off. He's too big of a guy to hit the ground over and over and over. 
Derrick Henry is eventually, when you look at this right here, again, this tells me top five overall value redraft, third round, almost fourth round value in Dynasty. The people have spoken. It's down the middle. This means it's his final year. The question is, am I a year early or am I a year late? That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. So Anthony, to answer the question, if it's Dynasty, and I don't know if this is Dynasty, it looks like I'm going to assume it's redraft. Sorry, I had to sneeze there. If it's Dynasty, then I'm going to say I like Javante. You know, but the, but the fact that you're considering Henry, it means it's redraft to me. I'm going Najee before I go Henry. I'm going Najee before I go Cook. I'm going, I'm going with one of the wide receivers before I go any of them if you believe you can get JT in round two. If you don't think you can get JT in round two, Najee and Debo, Najee and whoever, Tyreek Hill would be a better start for you, I believe, is what I'm going to say there. Um, Let's see here. Ron says, if I stepped on a young player's foot, I'd break it, says Ron. <laughs> uh, Evan. Evan says... Uh, in the third round, are you taking AJ Brown, ETN, or Hall? I love all three of those guys. You actually pinpointed three of my favorite third round players. AJ Brown is my like safety net. I need a wide receiver. I went running back, running back, and all of a sudden AJ Brown's there. He's my emergency go-to at the wide receiver position in round three. Love him. ETN and Brees Hall are both almost equally my emergency go-to running backs in round three. If I go, let's say, Jamar Chase and Debo or Jamar Chase and, and Tyreek Hill. And I go wide receiver, wide receiver. And then I'm like, I need to get a running back. If all things are equal, I take best player available. But all things are very close to even, I could lean position of need. Which is where Brees Hall and ETN fit in beautifully in the third round. Because they're a little bit of a reach. Both of them are kind of a reach at 3.5. And so you're, you're more than likely going to at least see one of them there for you. So if you do go wide receiver, wide receiver, you have a really, really strong shot at having one of those guys there for you, which is fantastic. So um, I, I I really do like um, the uh, idea. Is that music too loud? I really do like the idea. I think that music's not too loud. Let me know if it is. I really like the idea of, of, of having all three of these guys as safety net mechanisms for you with your draft strategy, regardless of what path you go down. Wide receiver, wide receiver, running back, running back, or wide receiver, running back, even. You know, then you, like, let's just say in a, in a, in a best case scenario, you got, you got Javante in round two, you got Jamar Chase in round one. Okay, let's just make it a, a balanced approach. Now push comes to shove, who am I taking in the third round? To be honest with you, probably A.J. Brown, because you're more than likely to get one of the other running backs in round four. I love Brees Hall. He's a little bit of a reach in round three. A little bit. But he's climbing. His 70-plus yard run is going to make his ADP skyrocket. But he has been falling on the regular into, into round four. ETN's been falling on the regular into round four. Now both of them are kind of climbing. So it depends on your, your, your position of need, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it does It does depend when all things are equal and all three of those are pretty much equal to me. You can lean position of need. Uh, that's when best player available can heed the way to position of need. Uh, Henry to the moon. Ron loves Henry. And I don't blame you, Ron. I'm, I, I love cheering for Henry. Henry is a fun player to, to root for. Uh, $10 hauler. And we got some other... Yeah. other uh, appreciate to you. Let's moon. give another standing. Yeah. 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 
Appreciate everybody dropping the super chat love in the in the room. Um, hey, bro, love the show. Been offered Brees and Pacheco and Miles Garrett for JT in Dynasty. I know you don't do IDP. I do IDP. I just don't do a lot of IDP content because it's it's narrowed down to a, a a big group of people, but the pool of people is a lot smaller, and I just don't touch on IDP too much on the channel, but. I mean, this is a tough. This is a tough trade. I, I would probably say give me JT, but it would depend on your bench. It would depend on on your bench. Um, I like Brees Hall a lot. If, if anybody feels differently about this, let me know. But it does. It's going to fully depend on your bench, and whether whether this affects you like in a crazy way. Um, so very very dependent on that. What's the best draft strategy with three wide receiver? And two flex running back full PPR. Ron, it's or uh, Mark, it's always going to be best player available. I wish I could tell you. I need to know your draft slot. If you're drafting at the top, uh, let's say let's say you're at one, you take JT right, and then at at the at the at the two three turn, you're at the mercy of who's left. Unfortunately, sometimes I go AJ Brown a little early at three point one because I'm not left with what I want. Sometimes I've gone Brees Hall. And Tyreek Hill and been very, very happy with that. If you're drafting in the middle of round uh, one, that means you're getting a Jamar Chase or a JJ or a Najee Harris. And that could open the door to a wide receiver, wide receiver, or a running back, running back. And at that point, you gotta you got to hope that you get an A.J. Brown in round three. Um, but, but even if you don't, D.K. Metcalf or McLaurin in round five or four. Uh, McLaurin's like a late third, early fourth. D.K.'s going in round five. Even in a in a situation like that, I'm fine with having DK or McLaurin as my number one wide receiver paired with a St. Brown, paired with a Elijah Moore, and having a DK Elijah Moore St. Brown trio at wide receiver if I'm going running back, running back, you know, running back or running back, running back quarterback. Like if I go if I go Najee, Javante, and Mark Andrews, and then I get McLaurin in round four. And, and then I get, you know, let's say I, I reach a little bit on Joe Burrow at the end of five just to make sure I get him. And then I get St. Brown in six. Home run team. Home run squad. You can go a hundred different directions. There's no way I'm taking a set plan of attack at all into a draft mark, no matter even if I know the draft slot. But I definitely need the draft slot in order to, to fully grasp what's going on. So you can easily, Mark's on my one-on-one text advice. So Mark, we got to talk about this once we know what your pick is. But in general, you know, 12-13, give me Javante Swift all day long. If 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 Swift or Javante go and you can only get one of them, uh, you know, obviously if Najee fell, you take Najee. If Chase fell, you take Chase. But Javante Swift, love both of them back-to-back. Love it all, all day long. And then I'll take McLaurin and DK or Waddle and McLaurin later. Brees Hall maybe still in round three. Love those approaches from, from that draft slot, Mark. Thank you for the super chat. Another one from Amir. Amir says, rate Lance, Mixon, Swift, Jefferson, Higgins, Hawkinson, and Javante. Uh, rate this team. So you got Swift, Javante, and Mixon, Jefferson, Higgins, Hawkinson, and then Lance is your quarterback. I mean, that's like a 10 out of 10. So that either, either means one thing. You either broke the internet... Um, or you're drafting with 11 grandmothers or maybe even nine grandmothers. It's you and nine other grandmothers is what I'm assuming. Amir, Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. I mean, I'm not approving taking advantage 
of the old ladies in this draft that you're in, but you know what I'm saying. Smitty approved the team. Smitty approved the team. That's a, that's a solid team, bro. Mark Cleveland, uh, thank you again for that super chat, and you get a, a standing yeah. for that 499 holler. Appreciate you, my man, Mark Cleveland. Mark Cleveland has been with me from the beginning. We've got we've got a lot of OGs in here. Um, you know, Silver has been here from like literally like week one, I think. We've got uh, Mark Cleveland been with me forever. And if you've been here from the beginning, like we're talking, we're talking the 24 hour, first 24 hour live stream. We're talking the no Todd Gurley, no Todd Gurley. If you've been here since then, raise your hand and, and let's, uh, let's, let's see what you think. Sub looks like a good show. It doesn't look like a good show. It is a good show. And we appreciate you subbing to the moon. Let's give, let's give this guy some uh, props for being here. Pitch your tent. Welcome home. Uh, uh, Jarrett. Jarrett one, appreciate you, my man. Um, I could go zero, zero running back, but I have Gordon as my running back one. No, you can't. I don't even know if that's a question, Donnie. But the answer is no. The answer is no. Gordon, it's Javante season, don't you know? It's Javante. It's Javante yeah. season. Yeah, buddy. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. Does it look? Does it look like it's Melvin Gordon season? Moon's Melvin Gordon's dropping and spinning aimlessly in space. I mean, Melvin Gordon is 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 literally watching the shuttle. Melvin Gordon's cheering on Javante as he's headed to Mars. You got you got uh, you got Brees Hall. You got Ceedee Lamb. You got the 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 Bengal twins, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And you got DeAndre Swift all headed to Mars. Uh, Melvin Gordon's headed somewhere else. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. So that's how, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, pop my head in around 2020, says Mike. Appreciate you, Mike, being here since 2020. You're the man. Appreciate that. Long time OG in the building. Uh, Mr. TD has been here forever. I do recognize Mr. TD from back in the day. East Coast Taddy has been here a while. I think he changed his name. What was your name back in the day? Rockout's been here from the beginning. Uh, Smitty, can I be an OG? Of the show, absolutely rock out. You're always an OG of the show. Rock out to the moon. Appreciate rock to out. The moon. Rock out. Um, rock out. Can we get a? Can we get a little beat? Let, let's see. Can we get a little? Stay. Uh, let's see. Let's not go negative. Let's go positive. Can we get a little Amon Ross St. Brown little bar? Is it too late in inside the, the rock out rock out household to have you drop a a little uh, St. Brown bar for us? I'll be checking. Guys, drop some voice messages if you got any. Here is one from Danny. Hey, Mr. Smitty. Appreciate you going live right now on a Sunday night. Just got done with my draft, actually. If you could please just rate the team, I'm going to drop it in the chat for you. And just give me your thoughts overall. It was a really dope draft. And I appreciate your insight as always. Thank you. So Danny has, here's his team. He's got Dak, Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams, A.J. Brown, Mooney, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, Dylan. I like that squad a lot. That's really, really solid on the bench. Looks like you got Trey Lance, um, Pacheco, Khalil Herbert. Okay, so really, really good. I mean, your 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 quarterback Dak, you're fine. Uh, running backs, uh, Cook. I think you got Madison. You better have Madison. I don't see Madison, bro. I don't see Alexander Matt. Where where's Alexander Madison? I don't see that you have Alexander Madison on your team. You got Dalvin Cook, and you don't you don't have Alexander Madison.
You don't do, you don't draft. There's the, that's like crying in baseball. You don't cry in baseball. You don't draft, call back Bill. You don't draft Dalvin Cook without Alexander Madison. Oh. Okay. Matt, Maddie can't get, Maddie can't get sniped. There's no, there's no, there's no sniping that goes on when you, when you got Alexander Madison and Cook on, on your sights. There's no, there's no, he's got, he sniped me. You take him around early. Next time you can't let that happen. Um, what's up? You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is Bill from the Mitten. What's up, Smitty? What's up, Bill? Man, I just want to give you props, man. I really like your vibe. I like the positive energy. I like the show. Michigan, we got you uh, loud and proud here in the mitten. And, uh, man, I, I'm just, I, I, I just I, I want to fly to the moon with you, bro. I love your show. Go- I love the vibe. I can't wait to get out and get this fancy season and start cracking skulls. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to the moon. To the moon. I appreciate it. Can we go right in real quick? Can you fire it up? I, I just did. To the moon. To the moon. To the moon we go, bro. Oh, my... Do the same round and swift. Don't sleep on them lions, man. Hard mm-hmm. knocks coming yeah. at you. 2022 from the D. We yeah. are fantasy relevant. Last year, not fantasy relevant when swift went down. Hey. This year, intriguing team. Stock rising. Fifth rated offensive line. Check the stats, boys. Yeah. and, and t- I don't know about golf, make or break, but we'll see. I mean, you know, it's put up or shut up. You know, they said this guy took the Rams to the Super Bowl. Uh well we're putting some talent around them. Let's see what you can do in our office. Hey Bill, Bill, there are two there are two teams that are very, very underrated. One of them definitely is the Detroit Lions, for sure. And I, I don't love Goff, but Goff is gonna be Tannehill like. His team's gonna be so good that, that Goff looks like Tannehill looked when, when this team was the Titans were the number one seat. You know, I'm not saying the Lions well, Lions I'm not saying the Lions are gonna win the Super Bowl, I'm not saying the Lions are even gonna make the playoffs this year, but they're gonna be they're gonna be capable of beating any team on any given Sunday. I don't think they make the playoffs, but they most certainly, I think, will make a push, an unexpected push for the last wild card spot. And the Lions are going to have an exciting season where you might grab one of those very coveted, hard to get wild card spots because they're going to look so good knocking teams off. And people are going to go, this Lions team is just loaded. Imagine if you had a better quarterback than Goff, too. Like, I'm not trying to tear Goff down, but imagine if you had Malik Willis. Every team out there in the NFL should be ashamed of themselves for passing on Malik Willis over and over and over. I was scratching my head. Over and over and over, as this guy kept falling past all 32 teams. I've been a Lions fan my whole life, Schmitty. I was uh, honored enough to watch Barry Sanders for every game of his entire career. Saw him play live in person. Um, It's been a a tumultuous love-hate relationship with the Lions. But they're my team. I I bleed the Honolulu blue. And I love the Lions. And I'm, I'm high on them this year. Uh, the the Kuda uh, injury last year was a killer because we we spent a lot of draft capital getting him. How he recovers and comes back, it doesn't sound good in camp. That's going to be a key cog in our defense. But Aiden Hutchinson up front, and then Swift, St. Brown, you bring in DJ Shark. You got Hawkinson. You got Panay Sewell, the, 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 the kid uh, they drafted who's just a beast of an offensive lineman. You can't say this team is the and they have draft Space capital going sense. forward for the haul they got with Stafford. People are like, well, they should have paid Stafford. They got the best of both worlds. They got eleven years of Matthew Stafford, and they got a haul of draft capital to build a future team around. I mean, I don't know how it I'll could be- have been scripted any better, Smitty. 
Oh, you still there? Okay. Sorry, I just went yeah. to the restroom. Didn't know you're didn't know didn't know you're still talking. Hey, Bill, I appreciate you. I'm just joking. Bill, you're the man. Uh, call back anytime. I, I pre- love your show, man. Keep I, it up. The Smitty. show, lo- love the show, show loves you, Bill. Thanks, brother. Bye. Uh, yeah. Someone, someone said, "Is that is that uh, is that Denny <laughs> Denny's brother?" <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounded a little bit like Denny in the in the Denny can just con- continue without a breath go for like three or four minutes. Uh, Denny Denny might be the world record holder in 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 holding his breath underwater because Denny can talk literally without taking a breath. That might have been his brother. Uh, super chat. Okay, let's see here. Super chat. We got Alex with a super chat. Alex says twelve man money league, no grandma league. Start three wide receiver, one flex, picked four. Hertz, Lance. So this is a Superflex? I assume this is a yeah, Superflex. Super uh, picked Hertz, Lance, CMC, Hall, Jamar Chase, Allen, DJ Moore, Ayuk, Moore, Pitts. Maybe maybe you just got Lance late or something and it wasn't a Superflex. Can you confirm if this is a Superflex? I don't see you saying that it's a Superflex in here. But the, uh, this is this is a good team. You know, uh, Hertz, CMC, Hall, Jamar Chase, Allen. I don't think this can be a super flex. I think they slept on Lance. There were a couple grandmas in this chat because Lance is a pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Like, how do you, how does he drop to your backup spot? You know what I mean? Like, I like this team a lot. This is a lot of upside. I mean, Kyle Pitts is the hidden like piece on this. When you're reading down it, you're like Hertz, CMC, Hall, Chase, Allen. Okay, I like. It. And then you get the Pitts, and it's like whoa, the balance you get from Pitts right here. Uh, this is this is a good twelve team league, bro. This looks like a ten teamer. Uh, 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 Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. I like that team a lot, bro. That's a good looking squad. Uh, no super flex. Wow, you you did good. Um, nice job, nice job. I can't believe people slept on on Trey Lance that that long. That's crazy. Uh, if anybody wants to call into the show, we can definitely open the phone lines for a minute. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. So before we uh, before we move on to phone calls or while we wait for phone calls, and again, guys, you can definitely uh, you can definitely leave me voice messages in the in the chat. I'd love to to answer them. I think James Conklin's leaving one right now. Tom Brady will return early next week. What's that even mean? It's our, our long awaited, our long national nightmare is over. Is it over? Is it over? Like, what's the reason he went away? And even if he, if it's a legitimate good reason, you still time to panic for a guy that I believe is on the, the, the teeter tottering point of going either, either one more year or falling off. What's up? You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Uh, this is Eli. Eli, what's up, my man? So I'm in a ten team start ten super flex, right? Okay. One PPR. Uh, and I have a trade offer right now that I can do, like I can do the one point oh one straight up, like twenty twenty three one point oh one, because I'm gonna be giving this dude's twenty twenty three first back, and he'll intentionally tank to get the one point oh one, and I can get Kyle Pitts. So you're giving up this guy's 1.1 that you have for Kyle Pitts is what you're saying. Yeah. Um 
is if it is it going to be the one point one if you don't do the trade if you just hold on to it? Well, I have like I I got rid of like Darren Waller and uh, Nick Chubb, and I have like and a bunch of other second round picks, and I just snubbed away like all the early um, twenty twenty three first, so. I could give this one up, but I don't know because I'm pretty sure it's like guaranteed to be like 1.01 or 1.02. Like here, let me answer this question because it's a hard question to answer, and I know many people might have a, a like a direct answer to this, but I think I can't. Re- no one can really give you a hardcore answer. Um, so he- here's what I'll say: I'll put on the screen 1.1 versus Kyle Pitts. Okay, if you knew yeah. for a fact it was the 1.1, I would say no. Give me the 1.1 because that's Robinson. That's Robinson, or if Robinson gets beat out by another incoming rookie running back, this is a guy, Robinson is going to literally be a top eight overall player to me, I believe. If he stays healthy and has a great college season, comes out, Robinson is the uh, top eight. Top eight in redraft. You know where, I told everyone to take Najee Harris at about 10, 9, 10 to 14 overall last year. As a rookie, in at the end of round one, Najee was a home run. He most certainly was. Yeah. He earned it. We we hit it. We got a big W on that one. Let's everybody everybody get a round of applause for their role. Yeah. Okay. We all had a big win there. Robinson's no different. We're taking this guy number eight overall. Maybe higher, but eight to eight to twelve overall. Turn picks for sure. 12 13, you take Robinson and you get a, a player equivalent to like today's Javante or Swift. You're hitting home runs. If it's the 1.1, you're drafting. Robinson in redraft and dynasty ahead of Kyle Pitts in 2023 drafts and such. But if it's not 1.1, I want Kyle Pitts. So you're going to have to make this determination for yourself because I can't be held responsible. Uh, Who is this again? What's your name? Eli. Uh, Eli. I can't be held responsible, Eli, for miss yeah. you know you know what i mean so like i'm gonna tell you yeah. with certainty i'm taking the 1.1 but if it's not the 1.1 good man give me kyle pitts and, and yeah. mix it in with everything you got going on kyle pitts is as if he's thrown into next year's rookie draft he goes to the number two or three overall but he doesn't go 1.1 yeah unless it's tight end premium and you forgot to leave that you you know tell me that little nugget. no 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 it's definitely okay. not okay then Kyle Pitts is, is a two or three or four overall. Uh, probably two. It just depends on the running backs. But I think I think the number one running back, and if someone beats out Robinson, he's going to be better than Robinson. And that happens sometimes. We think of running back, this guy's going to be the 1.1. And then the entire call, see, look at Devontae Smith and how that changed when he got vaulted into the spotlight. So, uh, yeah, give me, give me Robinson, then Pitts in that order. That's the only way I can answer that question, my man. All right, sounds good. Appreciate you, Eli. And what? Where are you calling from, Eli? I'm from uh, Milwaukee. Okay, Milwaukee. Awesome. I'll put that in here. Appreciate you, my man. Later. Yeah. Calling yep. anytime, bro. Yep. Call into the good show question. Conklin. This one's from Conklin. All right, Smitty. Here's how that 14 team work week went out. The preferences, I have no idea what they were doing because there was four quarterbacks taken in the first round. You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Hi, uh, Smitty. This is Raghavan. Who? I've been watching Who? your show for a few years. Who? Uh, I go by GR. 
Okay, GR, what's up, my man? Um, I have a couple of questions. One is um, I'm doing a 14-team half PPR keeper. Okay. I have uh, Eckler, Herbert, Austin Eckler. Okay, Eckler, Herbert, who else? Um, uh, Javante and Penny and Hunt. If I have to decide to keep two, who would that be? So you have you have Herbert, Javante, and Eckler. Yeah. And it's a one QB or two QB? You said one QB. Okay. And keeper. is there is there ramifications like do you lose this round if you keep Eckler? Do you lose this round if you keep so and so? Yeah, it's a price based one. It's a two hundred dollar, but. Um, and I get Eckler for 50 because I picked him up early last year. 15? Uh, Herbert Fif- for five, no, 50, five, 50. Zero. Okay. So l- let me put this on the board. Okay. Yeah. Cause there, there's, there's definitely okay. some more to this, you know, at, at, at a glance it, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you could take the running backs, but let's hear. Okay. So Eckler is 50. For five zero. Yeah. And that's out of 200. And okay. Herbert for, and Herbert for 26. Herbs for 26, okay. And then what's Javante? Javante for 35. Javante for 35? Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Okay. And um, and Penny for five. Penny for, don't worry about Penny. Penny can kick rocks. Okay. So Javante, I'm sorry, Javante 20, what was it again? Or the amount? Javante is 35. 35, sorry, I got excited and I forgot it. Okay. So here's the thing, $200 auction, bro. $200. Yeah. You're this is oh, this is almost overpaying for a quarterback when you can get Joe Burrow for probably 13 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever. So this is out. Okay? The question you got to ask yourself is this overpaying? The answer is uh, a, a definite no. This is good value. It's not a it's not the most amazing value in the world like in the sense of oh you did this in previous years so your keeper value is going to come back tenfold. It's still good value. You threw Eckler back in, he's going for 55 to like 62 probably if I had to guess. So this is actually decent. It's not home run value like this. But these are your clearest day keepers without question, without hesitation, without equivocation, without stuttering. It's absolutely clear as day. Grab those RBs, walk into your, your league, and, and take this team to the moon. Bro. To the moon. Perfect. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah. Smitty, I've been watching your show for the last couple of years. I'm a big fan of yours. I'm a big and fan of you. Used to give us a, yeah, I used to give a draft strategy usually, like 12-team uh, your stats, like you predicted CD last year, Javante last year, JJ last year and all. Uh, do you do the round one, round two, round three strategy this year? I, I have. There there are videos out, the best picks in round one and two, the best picks in three, four, and five, I think, and the best picks in like seven and eight, nine, or whatever. Those are out up on, on YouTube. Just go to my go to my main YouTube page, click on videos, and scroll down until you see best picks in round one and two, best picks, and you'll see it. You'll be in the in the thumbnail image. You can't miss it. Yep, yep, I did, I did. No, what I was asking is in terms of strategy. I saw a lot of comments like your fans are posting there, like for PPR, off PPR, super flex or not. Do you have any specific strategy for those? Is what I was asking. Mm, I mean, I, I don't, there's so many different variations of every type of, uh, my strategy is best player available. Like it covers everything. It covers everything. When you're on the clock, who is the best player available? In auction, it's different because this is an, is this an, it's an auction draft. So, 
um, you're going to be you're loaded with with Javante and Eckler, so you're just going to be bidding on these wide receivers. Um, the best strategy I can give you is don't call out the players you're targeting. Let them come off the board naturally so that people spend their money. And you should be able to get DK Metcalf for like twenty five to twenty five bucks, something like that. You should be able to get McLaurin for like thirty five. You know, uh, there's no reason you can't get. You could even buy a Jamar and Burrow. You know, can you imagine like if you if like look at this? There's a couple of different ways you you could go about this. So it's an auction draft, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so here here's your team. Here's your team. You got. Let's give Javante the respect he deserves and put him on this top seat right here. Okay. I'll put Eckler right here. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Eckler. All right. So Javante Eckler, if you could afford it, and right now you have thirty-five. Uh, what, what is the what is the price of? It's fifty. Is it fifty for Eckler? Yeah, five zero. 50. Okay. Yeah. So you, you got thirty. You got thirty. You got. Oh, I just hung up on him. Uh, Jocelyn, what's up? Hey, call back. Gr I accidentally hit the wrong button, bro. All right, man. All right, all right. Uh, Jocelyn, no, no, Jocelyn, you can stay here. I accidentally hung up on on Dr. when I I hit accept on that. Uh, poor guy. Okay, all right. Dr. Dial back all in. Right. Dial back in. Okay, so re- let me let me finish talking for him, Jocelyn. Hang right there. So that's eighty yeah. bucks right there. You could afford. Um, Jocelyn, are you're still there, right? I'm here, man. Okay, I'm gonna merge in Gr one more time. Gr, are you still there? All right. Sorry, Dr. My bad, GR. Yeah, no I didn't Thanks mean to hang lot. up on you. Thanks a lot. Uh, okay, so you've got uh, $35 and $50 for these two guys. That means you have a right. total of $80 that's, that's consumed. So you got yeah. $120. You got $120 yeah. to spend. Imagine if you took a Jamar Chase. Is Jamar Chase kept? No. Yeah, Jamar Chase is kept. He's kept uh, for 15 by somebody. Who are the top wide receivers that are available? Um, top wide receivers. Cooper Cup is available. He is. Oh man. Okay. So let's say you let's say you spent. I don't know. What do you think he could go for in your league? Sixty-five, seventy. What do you think he'll go for? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He'll go for seventy. I guess. Seventy. Yeah. Because there are a lot of good keepers this year. So they're like list of the top. Like even Amandre Brown is gone because he just kept for like six bucks or something. Okay. So let's say let's say he goes for seventy. Let's say Burrow goes for fifteen. Okay, we'll just we'll just say mm-hmm. we'll just say that. So we'll say that you have one hundred and twenty left to spend, uh, minus uh, seventy, minus fifteen. That puts us at six. Is that right? No, wait, wait, wait. We spent we spent one twenty, right? Yep. One twenty. Okay, one twenty plus seven. No, no, no. We had eighty. I'm sorry, we had eighty. We had eighty no, plus 80 seventy. I have one twenty to spend. Yeah. Plus fifteen. Yeah. So so let's see, eighty. Plus seventy plus fifteen. That's one sixty five. So you still have you still have a decent amount. You have thirty five bucks to sent to essentially you can even read that. Thirty five bucks to essentially spend on the remainder of your team. You could potentially build this team. And thirty five bucks could potentially get you a St. Brown still, uh, depending on if you gotta save a lot of dollars for each one of their, your roster spots. Or you could throw this fifteen back, go very cheap at your quarterback. Maybe a rod because people spend all their money. A rod's available for five bucks, you know, and then you have another ten. Yeah. So now you have 45, uh, 45 to spend. 
So now you have 40 or 40 or whatever, whatever amount we were at, $40. So maybe you could get a St. Brown. You could go a hundred different ways, but don't be afraid to spend big bucks on Cooper Cup because you have a boatload of reserve. You don't want to have like 40 extra dollars and be bidding on guys and overbidding on them. You know what I mean? So def- right. definitely, definitely feel like uh, you got a lot of options, bro. A lot of options. Because there, there are going to be a lot of people chasing Cup uh, with JJ and Jamar Chase down. Who are your other top round one, round two wide receivers? Like AJ Brown. Uh, I mean AJ Brown's typically a third rounder, and he's a pretty good third rounder. Like what? I, what I like you to get your hands on. Let's say let's take away Cooper Cup at seventy, and let's give yourself AJ Brown. Let's give yourself DK Metcalf. Let's give yourself Burrow over here. I mean, you could come. You would still have enough to do this. Burrow, Javante, Eckler, AJ Brown, DK, pretty good. Don't like DK, no problem. You give me, uh, give me, give me St. Brown still here. And you know who the heck knows? You could, maybe you get a, maybe you get a Brees Hall still. I don't know. But there's a thousand ways we could go over this. This is why I have my one-on-one text advice, Gr. So you can go to thefantasyfootballshow.com and order that if you want to get on board of that. It's a, it's, you can do a one-time uh, payment for the text advice for the entire year, or you can get a plan that's got the content and all that. But that's my best advice because we could, we could go over a thousand different you know strategies. But I appreciate you, GR, calling anytime, my man. Thank you, thank you. And you, you being the top advisor for us as a titan, uh, hats off to you. Thank, thank you. you. I'm glad I'm your consigliere is what you just said. I'm your consigliere. I appreciate that. Later. Yeah. Thank you. I'm his top. I'm GR's top advisor. What's up, Jocelyn? Hey, bud. How you doing? What's up? So good. Hey, I just wanted to know, um, what round would you draft Damian Pierce in uh, Dynasty and redraft? Redraft, he's going around seven, eight, nine, and it's so hard to know. Like your pre-ranked list will tell you where. Like I can't tell you where. I'd be reckless to tell you where because I could tell you seventh round and he might be you might be drafted on ESPN where they don't even know he exists. And the pre-ranked list is guiding you in a bad way. And these these people that don't know what they're doing in your draft that show up with a magazine that's outdated, they won't know. You know, they won't know to to look deep into the ESPN rankings and say, these are off, I'm taking Damian Pierce. People follow those. The further you get in a draft, the more people stick to that pre-rank list, bro. They don't know what they're doing. They're scared to make a mistake. They're scared that the guys might be hurt. Like, they're afraid to go down and click Damian Pierce because they're like, this guy's so low. What if he's hurt? What if he's not even on the team? I don't, I'm not going there. Like, most people don't know. You know, maybe your, your league is full of really good drafters. Everyone says that. But then they show me their team, and I'm like, you're drafting not with a bunch of, of sharks, man. You know, like, this is a good team. This isn't full of a bunch of Grandma Smitty. This is a good team. And then they got, like, that team earlier, Trey Lance on the bench, like, deep in the draft. There's just no way. So, right, right. Um, and, 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 then, and then as far as, uh, like, in a dynasty startup, like, what, like what round do you think he'll go in? If I had to guess, I would say like sixth, seventh round. But does anybody does anybody have a recent draft they did where Damian Pierce is? You know, they have they have an ADP on that little little temperature check on where Damian Pierce went in your draft. I mean, I, I can't what? imagine it's in the round five or anything. But I also can't picture it in round eight and nine anymore 
because people start to know they're starting to know what this kid can do. We've been talking about it for months. Damian Pierce is not he's not a sleeper. He's a a household name on the show. And this this guy's right. got starter potential like you can't believe. I mean, this is a this is a this is a potential high-end running back too. And the Houston Texans aren't playing around. They've got more weaponry and firepower than people give them credit. They've got the ability, I think, to come out and and beat teams any given team at any given moment, just like the Detroit Lions. Maybe the Texans and the Lions don't grab a wild card spot. I'm not saying they will, but either team, Houston or Detroit, can knock off any team on any given Sunday. There's weapons there, and and part of the reason the Texans are going to be good is this Damian Pierce guy, and we absolutely love him here on the show. But let's see if anybody has any ideas of of, of where. Damian went in nine in my league, says Daniel. Was it a dynasty league, though? That's the information we need. Uh, not anybody. No one else is dropping a Pierce the next Foster. Could be. Could be. Eight, nine turn. Uh, round 10 in this guy's league, Bronco fan. But we don't know. Is that dynasty, though? I want to make sure we're talking dynasty. We're talking dynasty here. I, I don't know, bro. I'd say I'd say seven, eight, nine, and you just got to go off the the pre rank. If he if he, if you're in round seven, end of round seven, and he's like the fourth ranked running back, he's going soon. If, if right, he's the tenth right, ranked right. running okay. back, the tenth ranked running back in round seven, then you know he's going to last one more round because more than running backs are going to get drafted. A lot of wide receivers get drafted in that in that range, so you're going to have like him move. You know, you'll have four or five running backs get picked off. So if he's the tenth ranked running back, he'll probably be available for your next pick. You know right. What I'm saying? Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, Lady. Thank you, man. I appreciate you, bro. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. This is jo- Jocelyn. I appreciate you calling in. I, I'm sorry. I got uh, I got you confused there on, when I hit the button and made you sit there. But Jocelyn, uh, yeah, is the man. Jocelyn Surprise is one of the highest super chatters in a, in a given live stream. You can see on this screen, Jocelyn Surprise. Was uh what one were you, you were you were down uh yeah. at three hundred bucks, man. I can't can't thank you enough. Yeah. No you, problem, man. No you, problem, Steve. You're the man. Lo- loyal guy, this guy. Love him. Jocelyn, appreciate you. Call in any time. Please call right. more. Please call more. All right, man. Take care. Yeah. Jocelyn, surprise. Surprising us with a little visit. Appreciate that, man. Uh, James Conklin said, send a voice message. Also, Smitty, open the phone lines. Okay, yeah, this is this must have been a while ago. So appreciate you, Conklin, dropping that wad on screen. Conklin! Yeah. Oh, boy, Conklin. Okay, uh, Rockout says, Smitty, I DM'd you. Oh, we got a nice little... Uh, Rockout might have sent us a little bar. A little bar. <sighs> You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Schmitty, it's Danny. Danny, uh, what's... I was on earlier about my team, and you roasted me for not getting Madison. No, Dan- yeah, yeah. Hey, Danny, hold on one second. Do you mind waiting, and let's hear what this uh, rock out's... Uh, oh, no worries, man. Okay, let's, let's, oh, let's, let's, let's listen together. Hold on. You gotta get St. Brown in the six. <laughs> That's the trick. Guess how we get like this, dropping loads all over the field. He be killing, he be rolling, rolling back in the Mac like you don't know. This is how we go. Say Brown on the Mac, Mr. Warwick, y'all. His dad was Iron Man. This is how you be the man. He be going master jam. He be rolling first to death. This is how Sam Brown getting fresh. 
a boy. At a boy. Hey, what can I help you with, Danny? Uh, no, I was just trying to say, like, I wanted to take Madison like, I, badly because I know how important it is to cuff him yeah, to Gavin. Right? Yeah. But Dak Prescott in the ninth round, man, that value, I just I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, and but. And I traded my eighth round pick, too. So I was like, I was desperate for that QB. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta grab him. Like it's a, it's critical for a couple of reasons. I know. Number, no, don't get me wrong. I've already. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Don't be careful how you poke around trying to get him too, because once you show interest, that person is not going to cut him all year long. You know, you might have him on yeah. the verge of cutting him, and if you start mm-hmm. poking at him, he's going to be like, "I'm holding him all year." You might be the reason he he doesn't release him like this week trying to pick up someone. Yeah, just dangles him over your head. You know yeah, I mean? so I, I just stay away. I don't think you're getting St. Brown from him. Like if you go attack, no one's. Tr- I mean, you could try, but I, I find that in that scenario, you're more likely to drive that person away than to ever get them in a trade. Pe- right. People are so they'll hold it over your head. If you look like you don't care, and, and you might want to pick up this other backup just to make sure you know you're covering your bases. But I forget his name. He's the rookie. Yeah, it's Madison, and then after I forget his name. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't it's, know it's, uh, I'm blanking out for some reason too. But let me pull it up. Yeah, doubt, yeah, because I mean, everyone's in the so a couple people in the chat saying that he's not the same backup <laughs> as he used to be. I, I disagree. Ty Chandler, um, grab Chandler. Yeah, just think, Chandler. I like Chandler, but I, I, I like Madison. Yeah, Madison's Madison earned his started, keep. Started. He's Madison's not lost the job. Madison's done nothing to lose no. the job. But if he got banged up or something, you know, could he could he lose it? Sure. But yeah, it, my advice is if you if you're going to go down the road of Cook, you have to commit to the the cuff. Because he's got the off the field right. issues. Sure. The off the field issues are not gone. He, he this guy this guy's facing a very brutal domestic uh, violence situation where there's there's horrible photos out and his attorney's got ahead of it. That's why yeah. he, he kinda has been out of the, the news and spotlight. The I don't even know the guy that took Madison from me also took JJ from me, the, the pick before Dalvin. Like I wanted JJ at the seven, but I had the eight. Yeah. So at that point I was like Ugh. Yeah, he's that Maybe guy. Maybe I should have gone Jamar. He's that he's that Bob. Um but yeah, Ty Chandler's yeah, what can you do? Yeah, Ty Chandler's a pretty good grab, but I, I, I still think Madison's the guy, but but you never know. Yeah, well, um the guy the guy that has Madison is kinda of goofy though. Like I kind of like he makes some weird trades. So if I get catch him when he's lacking, you know what I mean? His running back room is really weak. He's got like Melvin Gordon, I don't even know who RB one is. It's not good. He's got a really bad running back room. Well, so, maybe maybe you can try and trade him some, something, but just be careful not to send him away. But I, I mean, I'm curious to know who was on the board when you took Cook, because you you know you know him about uh, when I took Dalvin. Yeah. I, can, I can say it right now. So essentially, so I had the eight pick. Cooper Cup was gone. JJ was gone. Eckler, McCaffrey, Najee, Derrick Henry, JT, all those guys were gone. So I could have gone. I could have gone Jamar, I could have gone Mixon, I could have gone Swift, could have gone, you know, Kamara, Kelsey, obviously. I went Javante with my second pick. Well, right? that's good. You, you so made, I knew Javante was going to fall. You made me proud there, but yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase and Javante, you can't have a better start than that. But, but yeah, hey, I, hey. You know, I thought about it. But let me, it. let me say this. If, if Dalvin Cook stays healthy in that offense, which will still be, you know, it'll be very, very, uh, it'll cater to him. You know, cater to him because he can catch passes. He can do all. They can. He can go with the floor. Yeah, if he stays me. healthy and, and all year long, you're you're gonna get every bit the same 
value back. But the problem is I fear that that shoulder, that shoulder has been mangled. Yeah. You know, it's it's like uh, somebody like like somebody took it out of the socket like a thousand times and then they just shoved it back in. Get on the field, big boy. Like he might be okay. He might be okay. But if he hits that just right, that thing's gonna pop right back out because I think that labrum that, that's a seal around there has been pretty damaged. It's- one hundred percent agree. The good thing is he does have name value, so if he goes off the first three, four weeks, we could always flip him from something. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, and you didn't know in your defense, you didn't know that Javante would for sure fall. You didn't know, if, you know. So you were grabbing an RB. I get that, but yeah, if you would have got Jamar Chase, yeah. like my favorite approach, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have my favorite draft approach video popping soon. But it, it's like right? you, you get Joe Burrow in round six, and you get Jamar Chase in round one, and then you gift wrap that sucker with all the second, third, fourth round talent is just sitting there for you. You have a home run squad. Chase and, Chase and Burrow, that stack is so fun to own. It's going to take care yeah, of people my, my on the friend. weekly. It's going to just, I mean, people are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. And then he took Burrow at the 510, which I thought was a really good move. Yeah, but I'm Bur- I mean Burrow and Chase, man. That like here's the difference. A good stack, man. Yeah, here. I mean, here's the difference between everyone says what's the best stack. It's Burrow and Chase by a mile because when you look at it from from a from a, a draft capital perspective, right? You've got absolutely. You've got round one, round two, round three, round four. I don't know if you can see this. You can watch the replay to see what I'm doing. But round you've got back in the day, you had Hill go right here. And you had Mahomes go right around the two, three turns. So let's just put it right here. That's a lot of draft capital tied up in two players that are on the same team. Because if KC has a bad game, you've got pretty decent guys. But these guys trying to carry you, you're not going to win your week. When you take Jamar Chase here and Joe Burrow here, you literally have second, third, fourth, fifth round value to carry your team. You can stack your team with and, the high upside catch, and, so. Yeah, and if the Bengals are playing bad, they're throwing the ball. So it's like I, I, you know, and not that the KC Chiefs wouldn't be, but but this capital is different. Bur- Mahomes here or Burrow here gives you that second rounder. There's no better stack in fantasy football than Burrow and Jamar Chase because of this this That's little. What I told my friend. Oh, it's just unbelievable. And if you get if you get Javante here, just walk straight to League Safe, the League Safe office, and you just say, "Give me my advance and give it to me now." Yeah, I was happy, I was happy with Javante and two and out, and then I had traded I traded uh, a five and an eight for another fourth round pick. So I took Javante, then I took AJ Brown the third, and then I went pretty much back to back Brees Hall Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts like in the middle of the fourth round, like I thought that was a really good value. Mm-hmm. So you know, I'll try to get Madison, but I'm not going to overpay for Madison as much as I want. Him. Yeah. You, hey, Danny, Danny, your team's still very, very good. I, I'm sorry I overshadowed your, your moment here by 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 making you take no, a lap. No, it's all good. And, you know, it's all like, love. Laps are good. Laps are good. Yeah, but let's look at this team here. So so you got you got Dak, you got Cook, <laughs> you got Cook, you got Javante Williams, you got A.J. Brown, you got Mooney, you got Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall. Like, Can I just say this, A.J. Dillon? Like, you have you have to have a top five, t- top 14. So, like, I, I, I'm sorry I took yeah, that in, in the yeah. direction I did. It, it was just, it was more oh, of a moment. Good, to, it was a teaching tool, a teaching moment. But looking Absolutely. at your squad, Absolutely. for everybody that, that wants to know, I made him take a lap, and he's got a top four, top five team, and I shouldn't have done that. Dak Prescott, Dalvin Cook, Javante Williams, A.J. Brown, Mooney, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, A.J. Dillon. Like, that's a squad. That is a squad, bro. Oh, yeah. 
And then I ended up getting Trey Lance in the 12th round. I didn't need the quarterback, but like Trey Lance in the 12th round, even if it's single QB, yeah. I'm taking that value all day. I don't care. Bro, you you were you were you were smashing. Smashing at your yeah. draft, bro. Good draft too. There were some nutty picks with the, it's a fairly competitive league. There's a few nutty players, but for the most part, you know, we're all serious about it. So it was it was a fun time. Yeah. And I'm happy with the results. All right, my man. I appreciate you calling in. Call back anytime. You, where are you calling from? Where, where are you calling from, by the way? Uh, Tampa. 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 Okay. Ron Navy's uh, yeah. kind of near Ron Navy. You know, you're a, a Ron Navy. Oh, yeah. uh, Bucks. Bucks all day, baby. Yeah. Ron, well, Ron Navy, I think he's more of a Kirk Cousins guy, but he's more of a. Okay, I like Kirk. He's more of a. Kirk I think he's more of a. He's a, he's, a, well, he's, a, he's a Steelers fan, though. He's no, a, st- he's a like Steelers like fan. Nazi. I got Nazi and Dynasty, so it's all good. <laughs> Ron, Ron Navy's a Steelers <laughs> fan that wears a Kirk Cousins jersey. We can't figure it out, but. <laughs> That's goofy. It's a little strange. <laughs> all right. I like Cousins, though. Cousins is sneaky and 2QB. Yeah. Sneaky, sneaky pickup if he falls deep enough. All right, man. Appreciate you. Call back. Yeah, any- thanks, man. Yeah, call back anytime. Be safe, dog. I just triggered it. I'm good. sure. Yeah, see ya. I, I'm sure I just triggered a Ron Navy yes, call. Sir. I think I just triggered a Ron Navy call. Ron Navy incoming call. I can I could smell it. I could smell it. Uh GR, appreciate you. Uh hats off to you for being the tops tight end ranking predictor. Actually, bro, uh now we are the number one quarterback uh ranker in the entire industry. Your boy Smitty over the last three years is the number one quarterback ranker in the fantasy industry, according to Fantasy Pros. Out of the last three years, the average of the last three years, your boy Smitty's number one in the entire fantasy football industry. So we're switching that over from the tight end whisperer to the quarterback whisperer. Let's go. Hey, you're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Hey, this is Nick. Hey, I was... So I just did my draft today. I got... um. Dude, sorry, I lost my voice. I was watching the Usman play yesterday. But, um, yeah, from Chicago. But I did my draft today. I was thinking about, like, Lazard. Why is there, like, so much hate on Lazard? I know he's not, like, the best route runner. But he's got, like, that wide receiver, like, one, like, thing going on, right? Uh, I mean, have you have you been watching Dubs, bro? Dobbs the dub man? Dobbs has been looking. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. But I, I mean... Aaron Rodgers don't like the rookies, right? Does he not like the rookies, or has he never had to rely on rookies like he has this year? He has nobody in his wide receiver room, bro. You know, it's you can't compare yeah, the no, past I mean, when like, he's got Jordy Nelson, he's got Devontae Adams. What good is a rookie wide receiver to him? He doesn't need him. This is different. He's literally leading a bunch of inexperienced wide receivers, and Lazard, while he's got good, you know, experience, um... And I did like him for a while, and I'm not saying I don't like him, but but Dobbs is Dobbs is showing that he's got the ability to pick things up quick. And when you when you spoon feed a rookie, and think about it, okay, look look at Jamar Chase, look at uh, look at uh, Justin Jefferson, look at, and I'm not saying Dobbs is that guy. I'm just saying rookies no longer have yeah, this sure. limiter on them that makes them to where it's a third year breakout. No. Not anymore. And if Aaron, if anybody can force feed, like Big Ben could have made anybody a star by pepper, peppering targets. Aaron Rodgers is like the next biggest, you know, peppering target quarterback. And so, 
Do, Do, uh, Dobbs is probably in the best position out of all the rookies if he gets fed. If he gets fed, he's going to blow up. Dude, like I, I've seen him. I, he made he made that like crazy catch, ain't it, the other day? Dude, nuts. Yeah, nuts. he he just he does it all though. You know, he's good at the the you know the like catching that touchdown, snagging that touchdown grab. Proved to me he's what Aaron Rodgers wants. Like if he was making plays or he broke off a long run or a long uh, touchdown catch, it'd be one thing. But like to see him dominate. In in the like red zone goal line situation, like that's where that's where I think he's going to get fed eight to ten TDs. You know, if he's used, I can't guarantee he'll be used. But he, this kid look kid looks different. Pickens and, and and Dobbs look different. They just look different. They're not yeah. They're not your typical like okay, it's a preseason breakout. You know, they look different. They look like they're beasting out there. And there's going to be opportunity for both of them. I know people think Pickens won't be fed, but let me just tell you something, man. Like Pickett, dude, I've seen that like tiptoe catch in the back of the end zone. That was that was insane. Man. Yeah, I mean Pickett's gonna Pickett's gonna have no ties to Deontay Johnson. I know everyone wants to assume that what Deontay did last year and leading up into this year is going to give him some kind of. Like guaranteed, he's the wide receiver, one of the future. The contract, I know everybody wants it, and I get it. I get it. The metrics, all the conversions, I I get it. But but a rookie quarterback is going to come in practicing with the rookie wide receiver, and they're going to have a very special rapport. Yeah, for sure. And Pickett to Pickens, I mean, you can't even make that up. You know, Pickett's gonna yep. pick yep, Pickens. That just sounds like a duo, man. Yeah, Pickett to Pickens. What else you got? Yep. And then, so like my team, my team's looking good. I mean, I got, I, I picked Najee Harris. I got um, Brian Robinson in, or in the late rounds. Um, I actually snagged Pierce too. And I got seven Singletary as my like starting running backs. So we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Hey, take care, man. Yeah, call in any time. Uh, you said this was uh, Nick, right? Where are you calling from, Nick? Yeah, Chicago. Chicago, boy. I like to put everybody yeah, in cities. Yeah, the Bears, and... man. Come on, man. Yeah, we got a lot of East Coast people. It's so weird. Like, uh, I would say like 90, yeah. 80% of the show is from the East Coast. I, and that's weird because I go live so late. And everybody complains about it, but they show yeah, up. Yeah, no. You know, you guys show up anyway, but it's always complaining. You got you're so live, so late, Smitty. It's three a.m. and it's like I have so many East Coast people. Like, why are the we got to get the West Coast people on here too? I don't mean I'm I'm in the West Coast. That's Where are my I'm people? Saying. All right, <laughs> appreciate you, man. All right, take care. Later. Buddy. It's crazy, man. Uh, what's up, Joel? Joel in the house. What's up, Jace? Appreciate you. Still recovering from, uh, Cal- yeah, Callaway did burn. Like let's just, let's just be honest. We, I I missed on Callaway. I missed on Callaway. I liked Callaway a lot, and so Dobbs reminds me a little bit of Callaway too. But Callaway was talented. I just feel like he's a bad hand. It was a bad hand. I liked him. Alex is from Cali. Look, we're we're gonna hit some. We're gonna miss some. You know. We're not going to hit everything. We're not going to hit everything. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Double A in the house. Double A. Double A. I forget. What city are you in? 
the big O, Omaha, Nebraska, baby. Okay. What's up, man? Hey, I wanted to ask you about, we were talking about Dalvin Cook's uh, unimpressive shoulder. I have the second pick in a, in a keeper uh, redraft, and I'm assuming that the guy has number one going to take Christian McCaffrey. And I'm choosing between Dalvin Cook. I was wondering, any chance to just skip out on that and take Joe Mixon instead, avoid the injury? Come on, there's got to be another couple options. You're giving me the two guys that that I'm not. I'm I don't hate Mixon, but if it's a keeper league, does it have keeper value at all? This pick, like, do you have any opportunity to? No, those are just the three top uh, running backs that are left after you take out everyone's keepers. But but uh, what I'm saying is, if can you potentially keep this player? After you take them, no, no. That we uh, the way that we do it is you can keep players for three years, okay, and then they have to go back in the bag, and all three of those players had to go back in the bag. They just happen to be the yeah. Three but but if you draft Mixon, can you keep him for three more years? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's why I don't want Mixon here is because I don't think he's got that long term keep keeper value. So tell me the next best running backs and wide receivers available. Like let's go a little deeper because I feel like I'm going to find somebody I like more. Uh, let's see here. Give me two seconds. Sorry, I was I wasn't expecting you to zig when I zag. Yeah, because I mean Mixon's good for this year, but like, is he is he worth grabbing as that keeper? And who's your keeper? Um, I'm keeping uh, Trey Lance in the tenth, and then I'm keeping uh, T Higgins in the thirteenth. Yeah, so it's not like you have I mean I like I like those guys, but it's not like you have anybody that's gonna avoid you from even needing to keep this player. You could maybe keep this player. So I think maybe we should look at you know, is is like is Brees Hall gonna be there? Is uh ETN gonna be there? Is uh um Swift gonna be there? I doubt Swift will be there. You would have mentioned that but Yeah Swift's gone. Uh Brees Hall would, would be there. I thought about him. I mean, uh, let's see here. I mean, honestly, I don't. I, I is there an opportunity to get Dalvin Cook for this one year blow up and win your league? Sure, but do I feel like one year from today we'll be talking about Dalvin Cook as a top twelve overall player? I don't. You know, running backs have such a short shelf life, and you look how quickly like CMC vanished you know from and I know we're taking them high or fantasy worlds are taking them high again but I'm just saying like I you know injury shoulder uh off the field issues like all of it just worries me enough to be like I, I don't know that Cook is going to be a staple in the top 12 for more than this one year and Brees Hall could be a you know in dynasties going in the first round so is it that crazy and a keeper to take Brees Hall who you can keep for three years over Dalvin Cook I take Brees mm-hmm. Hall and I, it's a little bit of a sacrifice potentially this year, but does anybody else disagree with me? I don't mind if you do. Also, I, I, then can I throw this, throw this curveball at you? Do it. So I know the guy that had Christian McCaffrey, he's had him obviously for the last couple of years, and is really frustrated with him. So then he had hinted at maybe he was going to take um, Dalvin Cook or... Joe Mixon, which then leads me with CMC. So then am I am I just right back in the same? Do I have the same problem with CMC? It's looking like he might only have another year or two left. I mean, I'd rather have CMC than Dalvin Cook, I suppose. 
But I, you know, again, would I rather have Brees Hall this time next year than both of them? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I just feel like Brees Hall could be. Does any who who disagrees with me? Uh, Brees Hall, or or would you even take CMC? See, a lot of people are saying run from CMC. This is this is not dynasty, but it's like a form of of dynasty because it's not. It's like a a, a a child of dynasty. It's a keeper, but three years is a long time, you know. And there's no ramifications. You're not yeah. right. You're not writing them into rounds or anything, right? Uh, we lose uh, a round, but if you but like you if you take him in the first round, you just keep him in the first round. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm gonna yeah, t- I'm gonna invest on Brees, I'm gonna take Bree- like I'm taking Brees Hall, man. It's a little risky. I mean, know that. I don't want you to like, you know, do it and then be like, gosh, you know, do it do what your gut tells you, but I mean, I give myself a better opportunity for next year to have Brees Hall. You mm-hmm. know, and not to mention Brees Hall could outplay both CMC and Dalvin this year. It's not out of out of the question at all. You know, he's got top yeah. five to ten running back potential. I mean, look at him on that fifty yard run. People forget like Brees Hall's a, a four three nine running back. He's a big boy and he's four three nine speed. And I know the Jets are the oh, Jets. Yeah, I got to see, see blood of him here. The Jets are the Jets. Everybody says it all the time. Like, look, the Bengals were the Bengals. Like, people could keep saying that all they want. You know, you know the one thing I like about the Jets situation is that they do have three quarterbacks that they like. And while I'm not a big Flacco guy, they keep saying Flacco looks great right now. And if Flacco isn't great and Zach Wilson ends up, you know, getting hurt again you've got Mike White you literally have three quarterback options if one of them's failing for multiple games in a row guess what they'll swap them out and so you have three opportunities to move the football down the field with three different passers that aren't the pretty decent options for this situation I think the ball moves down the field good defense is you know improving it's going to have some ups and downs but you got lots of weapons all over when people that say the Jets are the Jets don't understand how much talent is on that team it's not going to they're not going to make a Super Bowl run. They're not going to even make the playoffs in 2022, but they can move the football down the field. So, you know, give, give me no, give I me called uh, Brees Hall for cuz Ames is only 2 hours away from here. So I, I saw Brees Hall for his whole Iowa State career. Mhm. Cuz he's only 2 hours away from here, but I'll leave you this and then I'll let you get back to it. I, we were talking about the day during one of your lives to be careful when you get into these home drafts. And I did a 12-team half-point PPR draft for one of my uh, coworkers who doesn't really know what he's doing, and he asked me to do it. And he said, just be careful because last year some goofy stuff happened. So I just wanted to warn everybody else. With the eighth pick, Josh Allen went. In the fourth round, the Buffalo Bills defense went. And it just threw off the whole draft. And I was amazed for all the mocks I have done one or two weird picks how much difference that makes yeah i mean it, it can't throw it off in a bad way but i mean it only help you no but... throw it off in a really good way but yeah just not expecting to have the bills in the fourth like, round what happened what, what happened when that person picked the bills in the fourth round what did everybody say what, what was that guy's well, what we was that actually what was that guy's name frank we were, that was it had to have been your your friend from accounting what's it what was my his... coworker and i were sitting beside each other and I had the top 300 printed off just so I could play along. And he said a player's name and then Buffalo. And I knew that they, the person wasn't from Buffalo. And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, no, it says Buffalo DEF. And I, I'm like, that can't be right. And then I looked over his shoulder at the computer screen. 
And I was like, wow. And but yeah, and I was telling you earlier when people do wild things, it it shifts these players down that shouldn't be there. <laughs> I would take the Buffalo Bills in the fourth round. Yeah, so Josh, it's amazing. Josh Allen at eight, and uh, um, then we had uh, seventeen tight ends go off before the tenth round. That's crazy. All right, my man. I appreciate you. All right, man. Get to it. Later. Anytime. Hey, Conklin, I'm sorry I haven't gotten back to your voicemail here. Let's go. Hey, Mr. Smitty. Appreciate you going live right now. Oh, wait. Uh, was that Conklin? On a Sunday night. Just got done. No, I think that was Danny. Okay. That was Danny. Appreciate you, Danny. I don't know. I thought Conklin. Oh, Conklin left me this voice message. I just sat back and let all that profit come to me. Here's the team. Rank it for me. I got another one coming shortly. What's what's up, Unburger? Unburger in the building. What's up, my brother? You're live. What's up? Isaiah Likely. What do you think of him? Yeah, I mean, Ron Navy and I were the talking about team. him. He's going to probably make the, the waiver wire refresh show when I refresh it a little bit and definitely needs to be on the list. I mean, he looked good. You do wonder how they're going to use, what are they going to use double tight ends, implement a new setup for Lamar and just make things even more complicated for Lamar to, to, to have a good year. I just, I'm so worried about Lamar in this offense. I feel like, I feel like Tyler Huntley starting multiple games this year through an injury because they're, they're putting Lamar in a, in a tough position, taking away his number one wide receiver, wanting to run the ball more than ever. Every time they've tried to force Lamar to play a certain way and not play himself, play his game. It doesn't work out well, and they got to revert back. They got no running backs. They got an all ACL running back crew. Uh, Tyler the Beatty Batty's the only guy that uh, I like there in that running back room. And you know what are they going to do? Double tight ends? Like I don't, I don't. I like Likely a lot. I'm picking him up in Dynasty, and I'm I'm certainly going to put him on the the waiver wire list and talk about him from a Dynasty perspective. Uh, but what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm just wondering how much you you pay for him by hundred five or percent. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll put a buck or two on him in case somebody's trying to buy him for free. Uh, but Hey, okay. Hey, let's, let's get, let's get Conklin's team rated here. Cause every time I try and do it, someone calls. So let help me, help me out. Okay. Henry is his first round pick. Swift is his second round pick. Kyle Pitts is his third round pick. ETN's his fourth round pick. Judy at five. Ken Walker at six. A little early on Ken Walker, bro. Just cause he's falling later. But the ADPs have moved up and have not since moved down since his surgery. So maybe maybe he had to take him there based on the ADP rank. Eli Moore, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, it's a good team. Good team. Um, and then another, it looks like another draft. Eckler, Barkley, ETN, Hall, Pitts, Judy, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Hopkins, Trey Lance. Yeah, those are good spots. I, I like those teams. Um, I like that second team, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I like uh, you know, I'm not I'm not huge on Barkley or Henry, which one is on each of those teams, but I love the Kyle Pitts value in round five and in you took him around three one league and round five in the other, and I love I love the value of both. I think it just looks it makes your team look like I've when you reach on Pitts in like the end of round three or anywhere in four, it ends up like just still looking really strong. The team's very it feels very balanced. I like I like Kyle Pitts okay. build teams. Okay. I got a couple other dynasty guys here. What about that Jordan Mason, that running back from San Francisco? Yeah, I mean he he's he's the Mitchell, right? You know, like so, like Ty Davis mm-hmm. Price is the the backup, in my opinion. He looked great too. He looked great. He's not gonna give the job to Jordan Mason unless Ty Davis Price gets hurt. 
Um, Terry okay. says 207 in here and only 109 likes. We literally need to double the likes. Appreciate you, Terry. And it would help the channel out. If I'm, if I'm bringing you value at all, we've been live for an hour and 34 minutes. Um, appreciate that. Uh, go, go ahead. I'm sorry, Umberger. Yeah, uh, then I got, I'm just picked, I picked a couple guys on Dynasty. I picked up three guys. I picked up uh, Jordan Mason, Jordy Fortson, or jo- yeah, J- yeah, Jody Fortson, and uh, Eric Zucama. He plays for uh, the Miami. Had a big game on yeah. Friday. I like Jordan Mason. Him. Jordan Mason's pretty good. Um, him and Price together, like I, I like if you don't even draft Mitchell, if you draft Jordan Mason in a deep league with, with, uh, with Ty Davis Price, and you're going to get like four or five starts out of that. This is Dynasty, yeah. What would the Eric Exuganma for Miami? I don't know what your language you're speaking to me, Umberger. I, I don't travel the world like you on a yacht and uh, learn <laughs> learn these different languages. I don't know Have you heard of this guy? He had like 150 yards last night. He's uh, Miami. Oh, uh, what position? He's a rookie. He's a wide receiver, plays for Miami, rookie. Oh, um, yeah, it's hard to say some of these names. Um, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't know, bro. There's so many wide receivers there. Like, I don't, I almost don't care what anybody's doing in the preseason. Like, how can anybody do anything in that offense? There's, there's too many weapons, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like Jody Fort, Jody Fortson, huh? I like, okay. I like Fort because he, like, look, if Kelsey goes down, he's not a spring chicken. He, and he's going to get hit harder than ever. He's going to be double teamed more than ever. Everybody loves this Tyreek Hill leaving. It's an awful situation for, for Kelsey. I don't think Kelsey for sure goes down, but it certainly doesn't help him. Like it does, it's going to put him in a, in a position where he's getting the hardest hits he's ever got. He's get the most, most defensive focus he's ever got. And, and I mean, Mahomes was going to throw it to him. The, the, the certain amount he was going to get anyway, no matter what, he was getting X number of targets from Mahomes. So like you can't overwater a plant. He's already getting completely fed, full percent, you know, hundred percent. So I, I, you know, if he gets hurt, this kid comes in, caught two touchdown passes in one game from from Mahomes, right? Yeah. I mean, they got a good rapport. Uh, I forget who said it uh, in our in our YouTube Zoom call, but they said like Mahomes specifically told this guy he made the team or something. I don't know if that's true, but. Uh, so Mahomes <laughs> clearly likes him, if that's true. Well, now now I'm in a league where you get one and a half points for uh, catch per tight end. Uh, where'd you take a tight end? Would you, would you take like uh, a uh, what's his name? The guy for uh, guy for the Ravens? What second round maybe? Andrews. Um, I mean. Yes and no. I mean, it, it all it's all relative. Like, so Knox will co- go a little earlier, but I still like Dawson Knox a ton more than than drafting a tight end early. Like, it's all relative, you know. If you grab if you grab the next breakout tight end, whether you're getting him in round six or seven or eight or round five or six, is the same impact. And I still love getting that second round pick to spend on a, another non tight end position. So, so give me Goddard in round seven or six in that format where he goes a little higher. And then I get to spend my second rounder on a stud. So I'm I'm not an early tight end drafter. Drafter. What about at two QB? Would you take like a? Where would you take the QB at? I'm always drafting a QB in round one, unless it's like I did this with a, 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 a follower of mine who ordered a draft call, and we we mock okay. draft, 
drafted in a dynasty superflex. In dynasty superflex, I'm tempted to, to not go quarterback because no one's buying A Rod and Brady and um, Davis Mills. Like you can get A Rod around five or six, sometimes seven in a dynasty superflex, and then you get Davis Mills right after that. You don't need to touch a quarterback in the first four rounds. I I figured that out last night doing all these mock drafts with with him, and I'm like, you know what, God. This is a revelation. I'm going to have to do a video on this on a dynasty superflex. No QB in round one. No QB in round one or round two. I, I wouldn't do it, especially with how dynasty leagues crumble so quickly now. Like name somebody, name a dynasty league they've been in for over three years. You know, I, seven out of the last ten I've done, even with followers, dynasty follower leagues. You think they want to stay in a league with me forever, right? No, they all crumble. They all crumble. People leave left and right. So. So just a, a regular uh, redraft. So I got the fourth pick. I think uh, they're going. Uh, go Burrow, go Burrow, go Burrow. Smash it. Josh Allen might be there in the fourth pick. Go Josh Allen. Go Bur- go Josh Allen. Then Herbert or Herbert Allen. Then Burrow. Whatever one falls to you in that order, and then come in and just start cleaning up Swift and Javante and getting these guys that you draft in the first, second, and third rounds of a normal draft. It's called it's called my. And, and it's called my return. Where did you take? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying, it's where you return to normal drafting. You draft your quarterback, then get back to business and start drafting in round two like you would in round one normally. And you just come away with a round okay. one player. Come away with a round two player in round three. In round four, come away with a round three player. That's it. Win your championship. As long as they stay healthy. Uh, I do like Gabriel uh, Davis. Like, I'm thinking about maybe stacking him. What do you got? What do you got? A, what do you got? A notebook full of names like Umberger? He just moves right on to the next. It's like he's, he's checking them off on a list. How many pages is this notebook of players you got here? This is the last question. Okay, yeah. okay. That's the last question. Okay, the last question. Ga- I'm, I'm thinking about stacking Gabriel Davis and Josh Allen in that league. How, what, what round do I take him to make sure I secure him? Is it twelve man? Like round five, early round five? Gabe or, Davis? Uh, uh, I don't know, bro. Yeah. If Gabe Davis falls into a certain like, uh, that's too early for me. Uh, this, like the though. stack. The, it's not that I don't like him. It's just the stack doesn't make me do it. I don't do it because I can stack him. That's forcing the stack. Gabe Davis is really early in round five. I like him a lot, but like you're going to take him over St. Brown. You're going to take him over DK Metcalf in round five. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you're not crazy too, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Give me St. Brown. Give me DK especially. And then give me him like round seven. But if he doesn't fall to round seven, so be it. I'm not going to chase him. You know? Okay, that's cool. Seems yeah, hey, no, I, I'm I, just kidding with Youngberger. If you if you got another one, hit me. No, I, mean, I think I, the list is already checked off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get get that always next go, notebook full. Go, my guy. All right, start start writing start writing down another 10, 15 names and get back to me next show. Sounds good, man. You All, take right, care, man. All right, uh, we are going to end it tonight anyway because it is uh, it is running a little late. We'll be back tomorrow. You you know me. I'm live. Uh, I'm live Monday through Friday. But I'm also, so I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. But I'm also live whenever news breaks. So if news breaks, your boy Smitty's on it. I'm out here dropping dropping the goodness on you. Uh, how many thumbs up we have? 120. We got a, 200 people in here. And we got 121 thumbs up. There are literally about 80 of you that just, all you got to do is punch that little button. It helps me so much. This little, little tippy tap. This little tippy tap on that thumb up button. Avatar with a super chat. Uh, what else we got? We got any other super chats? Avatar with a super chat. Did I miss anybody else? The last super chat before that was GR. Thank you, GR. 
Appreciate you. Avatar says, Smitty, if I draft Kelsey in, in the second, should I cuff him to Blake with Blake Bell? You're going to cuff him to that other guy we've been talking about, Folston. You're going to cuff him because Bell ain't the backup, bro. This not this guy seems like he's the backup. This this Folston guy, or Fol Fol Folston. How do you how do you say his name? Can't even can't even say his name. Let's see. Let me put it on screen so you can see it. Dude, dude caught what two touchdowns today? I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe he's not the back. We don't know. We don't know who the backup is. But I, I do feel like this. Mahomes wanted this kid. It's right here. He's actually fourth on the depth chart, but I don't think that's true. So here, here's uh, here's the dude I would cuff him to, bro. But I, I don't know that I'd take Kelsey in the second round, to be honest. But I'd take him at the turn, Avatar, like the 2-3 turn, and then I would cuff him. Uh, here, Here's the dude. Fortson. Fortson. I kept saying Forston. Fortson. Fortson. 26 or he's not a spring chicken but he's you know he's definitely uh, got a lot of time you know decent amount of time left it's it, you know it's surprisingly I thought he would be like 23 years old but uh 230 pounds 66 monster fort son that's who I'd cuff I mean he's not the backup yet but he should be and he probably will be appreciate you brother looking forward to this year go if you haven't watched I've already released the week the pre week 1 waiver wire show it's the the video before this. It's already up. Let's go. Thousand thumbs up. Says GR. Punch that thumb up button. We got 131. Please punch it on the way out the door. 185 eyeballs. I'll see you tomorrow. Live tomorrow. Live tomorrow if there's breaking news. And of course I'll be live for the Monday through Friday show. Which is always at 7pm Eastern Monday through Friday. I will see you all later. Appreciate every single one of you. Peace out. Avatar, leave or um, Avatar, uh, rock out. Leave me a voice message real quick if you want to play something before I go. Don't forget to check out my content at thefantasyfootballshow.com. Thefantasyfootballshow.com. Thank you, Terry.
That's from Rock Out, St. Brown to the Moon. Uh, Jar- Jarrett says, uh, love this show. I'll be back. That's what I like to hear from a newcomer. They come in and they just they love it. Let's go. J- uh, Jarrett, go watch the, the Week 1 Waiver Wire show I just dropped before the show. Michael in the house. Appreciate you all. Later. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it.